Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. If you are looking to get into styling and want to know more about how to virtually style people, how to really nail those online services that maybe are tripping you up a little bit now that we've merged into more of the online format this year and this past year, I would love to have you part of my online personal stylist training. This is a 10 week program where we cover everything you need to know about being a personal stylist. So not only do we cover all of the different style dimensions, personality styles, the energetics of fashion mindset. We get into the business aspect of fees, what to charge, how to charge. And we also cover virtual styling. I will cover how I personally walk through the individual services, how I navigate this new territory that a lot of stylists are finding themselves in and how to successfully go about some of these sessions. Now, the registration for this program closes uh, next week, or sorry, the end of this week, my apologies, on the 13th. And I would love to have you guys. This is very hands-on. I will be there answering your questions all along the way. We do some live Q&As as well. It is very meaty, and there have been a lot of successes that have come out of this program. So I will leave the link for the online personal stylist training down below if you are ready to create a thriving personal styling business, or if you are new to the industry, I would love to have you. And again, I'll leave the link down in the show notes. Well, hello there and welcome back to another episode. I am excited to talk to more of my stylist babes or aspiring stylist beauties out there today, all about virtual styling, because this is something that, let me tell you, has tripped up a lot of stylists. And I like, I hear you. I was there when I first got into the world of virtual styling. I'm thinking, how the hell do you make this happen (laughs) when you can't be there to physically grab the clothes and, you know, hold them in certain ways on a client? And, you know, how do you get the same result? And how do you still create that same beautiful, transformative feeling for them at the end of a session when you can't physically be there in person? I hear you. I know that you guys are struggling with this too, especially for those stylists out there that maybe have never navigated the online space before. You know, this past year with the pandemic has been incredibly uh, tumultuous with trying to figure things out when, of course, we haven't been able to be with people in person. So I wanted to provide some tips in regards to virtual styling that I'm hoping will be helpful for all of you. Uh, These are things that I cover in more in depth uh, and really deep dive to individual services in my online personal stylist training program that I encourage you guys to check out. Uh, But I want to give you some feedback because again, this was something that really was a major struggle for me when I first uh, began transitioning my business online, which has been about... I think being fully online happened for me about three or four years ago. Not to say that I don't offer in-person stuff any longer because I do. Um, But, you know, I I sort of started transitioning quite a few years back and, uh, you know, things have changed. And now that a lot of us are relying on the internet to navigate a lot of our styling services, you know, I wanted to give some things that were helpful to me 
when I began to navigate this online space. So the first thing that I just want to mention to any stylists or aspiring stylists that are listening is number one, to be weary of your fees and make sure that you're charging the same as what you would charge in person. I share this because a common misperception that I have and that I see, or sorry, had, my apologies, not, I don't, I no longer have this, but a misperception that I had about online services versus in person was that I couldn't charge what I wanted online because I wasn't physically there with them. And I see a lot of stylists doing this as well. You know, they charge a lesser fee because they're not physically there with a client in person and they're only with them on Zoom or however you choose to navigate your services. And this was a mistake because I would I I would say that you know you being virtually with someone is just as important if not more work than when you are there with them in person and your knowledge, the value you provide, the end result you are creating is no different than when you are in person as well. So there's no reason with that being said that you should charge less than what you would if you were in person. And this was something that I really had to wrap my brain around. It was a very much a limiting belief of mine. And, you know, I I struggled with this for a while with charging what I would in person virtually, because I kept thinking that, you know, because I couldn't be there, it was a less than service and it's not. And this is something I offer to all of you as well, because you will spend a lot of time in a virtual session doing a lot of back end work. I would argue almost more work than if you were in person and you may end up spending even more time with your client, uh, virtually. And that doesn't mean that you need to charge less. I would almost argue that you could charge more because of that. Um, But the overall point I'm making is that the value you provide, the end result is still the same. And so if the information, the value, and the end result is still the same, then the fee that you charge should be the same as if you were in person as well. And this is something that I encourage you to really think about and ponder because I see a lot of stylists, you know, they charge, you know, incredibly low fees for some virtual styling, which is okay, obviously, if you're, if you're starting out or if that's what you desire, but if you're doing it out of, out of lack, thinking that your service is less than, then I beg you to just spend some time reconsidering because it really uh, creates burnout for a lot of stylists and you're, you know, you're working around the clock and I know you do that because you have a big heart and you want to help people and, and whatnot, but you also have to put food on the table <laughs> and uh, you, you know, you also have to consider again, the value and exchange that you're providing with people as a result. So my first tip is to charge the same thing that you would in person, because again, the value and the end result is the same. Now, the second thing that I want to offer is to consider the end or sorry, consider what the end result needs to be. A question that I hear from a lot of my students or stylists that talk to me in my DMs say, you know, oh, well, like, how do you know how to create a service or like what needs to go into it? And one of the things that I like to offer is to really sit with what you want the end result to be for your client, because it's going to be different for every single session. You know, what you might include in a session will be different for, you know, a a wardrobe clean out or a personal shopping or a body analysis or a color analysis or, or whatever. And all of those things that you want to pile into a session will be different based on the end result that you are providing. 
And, you know, I think, you know, when we're in person, you know, we get into this flowy energy of like allowing the session to just unfold as it may. And, you know, I think with virtual styling, we have to be a little bit more strategic about what we want the end result to be and how you're going to go about navigating that when you're in the online space. And that doesn't mean that you don't get to have a session unfold in this beautiful organic way, because of course it will, because you're dealing with another human being on the other end. Uh, and it's fun and it's exciting and you're helping someone up level and self-actualize and step into this realm of possibilities, which is very, very cool. Um, but I think a lot of people just get tripped up over the simple fact that you just need to think about what the end result is and then include things in your service that will help lead up to that result. Because really that's, that's all it is when you're putting together a virtual service. So again, think about the end result you're providing and then ask yourself, what do I need to include to help my client get there? Now, the next tip for virtual styling is to be willing to pull apart a service into multiples. One of the things that I've come to realize with virtual styling is that yes, you can make the end result the exact same as what you would in person. But having said that, because you can't be there in person, you know, there is some work that's relied more, a little bit more reliant, my apologies, on the client, which is not a bad thing. It's not exhausting or anything. Um, but because of that, I'm more aware of my client's energy and I really, really want to keep their experience high vibe and fun and want to make sure that they're feeling like really energized about what's happening. So one of the things that I came to terms with when I was, you know, creating some virtual services was that I wanted in order, sorry, for that to happen, I decided that sometimes a service was best pulled apart into multiple little services um, within a session just to make sure that again, their energy was high, my energy was high and that the logical order of a service would kind of fall into a beautiful sequence, if you will. So if I was shopping with someone, let's say for example, you know, I break down a separate session for their consult and their mood board. And, you know, I decided to do uh, 30 days of style coaching with people afterwards so that I could talk to them in a more intimate format through an app. Uh, and we could look at the fit and alterations and like their daily outfits, like all of that felt really important to me. And it wasn't something I wanted to rush over a single zoom session, uh, with somebody because I, again, I wanted to be wary of their energy and make sure that their experience felt luxurious and high vibe and fun and really curated and tailored to them rather than, you know, something I wanted to do in the least amount of sessions possible. So while I charge more because it's, you know, more of a luxurious, uh, experience and service, I know that my clients get the end result that they want with the, you know, the clothing, not only that they get, but that they feel like all of their questions have been answered. They don't feel rushed. Uh, and it's, again, it's an unfolding in this like really relaxed, organic mat manner, sorry, that allows them to lean in and ask the questions they need and still get the end result that they, that they desire. And I, I'm sharing this because I feel like a lot of stylists have been hesitant to sort of break apart a service and make it longer because again, that raises the question of like, what do I charge for my fees? And that can bring up a lot of money mindset issues and whatnot. Um, but again, I encourage you to possibly think about that if it feels aligned to you, uh, because sometimes, you know, creating, 
you know, those multiple sessions that you might need to have enveloped within a package really serves both you and more importantly, serves your client uh, and allows the service to be just as luxurious as something that you would provide in person. And again, you always want to get as close to as an in-person session as possible. And for me personally, that was the best way that I knew how, and the feedback has been absolutely phenomenal from my personal clients that have gone through virtual styling with me. Um, and, uh, anyway, so it's something I encourage you to potentially think about when you're packaging or selling your virtual services as well. And of course, if you want to deep dive into this, I do have a full, uh, module, live module actually that I do with my personal stylist students all about virtual styling. And we break everything up into small doses and kind of, you know, break down the narrative of how all of these services might actually uh, happen because again, I think it's something it's new territory for a lot of stylists and, uh, you know, something that I think deserves proper time, uh, time and attention, which I know you guys will give it. Now, the next tip that I think is really, really important in an online session. And maybe some of you think this is obvious, but I know some people, uh, have found this to be really killer is to get props, get props. When you think about an in-person session, and this was sort of the mentality I had gone through when I was starting to move online, you know, when you're in person, you, you think about the fact that you're holding clothes, you're showing examples, you know, but you're using what's obviously in your client's home or what's in stores when you're with them, wherever you may be navigating a service. And I thought, well, shoot, you know, if I'm not in their home, I really need to think about how I can show them what I'm talking about or why something needs to happen or why I'm recommending a certain cut or why I'm recommending a certain neckline or, you know, blah, 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 all these things that we might talk about with a client. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a slew of props and things that I can show people to provide more clarity because I know that the more clarity I can give a client, the more confident they're going to feel about doing this on their own. And the more confident they're going to feel in my abilities because I can explain the why. And this is something I encourage all stylists is like really own your craft. And if you need props to demonstrate something that you're talking about, then do that. That's really important. It's something to, to take note of. And I, I don't think it's weird to have props in a zoom call. I think it's great to have something that you can show people so you can demonstrate, you know, the, uh, the tip that you're talking about or something that you recommend to them or why a certain line manipulates things. Like it's so handy to have props available to you so that again, even though you can't be there, you can still provide the same knowledge and value to someone so that they can still get that aha as to why they're doing something. And a lot of the time having props handy is really helpful for that. So I always have a clothing rack nearby. A lot of the times I'll even talk to people in my own closet. <laughs> <laughs> because again, clothing's like readily available and I can show examples of things. And I've just found it to be so helpful. You know, virtual uh, learning and sessions, they're so visual. And rather than making that a, a pain point, I've actually tried to lean into that as much as possible. And this is something that I recommend as well. If it's visual, then hell, let's lean into visual and help people as much as possible. Because again, that creates more confidence in your abilities and allows your clients to feel like really, really good about the information that they've gotten. Because again, the, the end result is always so that your client not only feels fabulous in whatever new clothing or outfits uh, that you might be creating for her, but also so that she can do it on her own every single day without your help. 
right? You always want your clients to be able to duplicate what you're doing on their own because that's what makes them feel confident in their own abilities. And so I find and have found over the years that using visual props to help, you know, make a virtual session unfold have been really, really helpful and very gratifying for people on the receiving end of things. So if you need a dress, a dress form or clothing rack or hangers or whatever props you think you might need to, again, help provide more information or more clarity for your clients, then do that, right? Like there's no nothing that says that you can't do any of these things in a session. You get to have it unfold in any way that you deem uh, helpful to whatever your client's needs are. And if anything, I always think that more information your clients will always be grateful for, right? If it's going to help them get dressed in the morning, feel good, uh, have the curated closet that they want and in whatever capacity your sessions unfold, uh, you know, then you get to, you get to do those, those things or anything that you think will help them achieve that end end result that they're, they're desiring. So props have been incredibly, incredibly helpful. So if again, you want to dive further down the virtual styling path, I'd love to have you a part of my online personal stylist program. This is for anyone that is new looking to dive into the industry, or if you're seasoned and just want to uplevel some of your skill set, uh, or maybe just grow your business a little bit further. I would love to have you. The registration ends this week on Friday. So again, I will leave the link for the program down below in case any of you are interested. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.